What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... McKenna, the cutest strawberry in the strawberry field. Connor, the worst strawberry in the apricot field. Caleb, the mango. (laughs) (laughs) And Batman Go. (laughs) And with all of these delightful fruits we have joined together, we're going to chop up for you a nice fruit salad made of dice and made of animals... That, that's that's how I'm going to introduce our theme for this month. Um, so as far as some suggestions that we've gotten from our audience recently, the one that we're going to go with uh, this month was suggested by Clayton Forbush on Facebook. And that suggestion is a nice classic Western. Uh, but you know how we be. We gotta, we gotta shake things up a little bit. We gotta combine genres in weird ways. So we're combining the Western with Animal Crossing. Um, because I promised McKenna that we were gonna do an Animal Crossing campaign and I am a man of my word. That he is. So uh, this is gonna be an interesting combination. I'm excited to see where we go. And we're going to get this started off as we always do with a bit of an ideation. We're gonna tell stories from our real lives regarding these themes. And we're going to use those as inspiration for how our characters act and how our story moves forward throughout this campaign. So let me go ahead and start us off. As far as Westerns go, one of my most distinct childhood memories, uh, I don't have a lot of distinct memories from my childhood, much of it is a blur, but one very distinct memory is when the movie Wild Wild West came out back in like 1999, I wanna say. That's probably not correct, but I'm not gonna fact check it. Um, Twitter will tell me later. Um, When that movie came out, Burger King started releasing these burgers called The Stackers. And they were super, super good. You could get them in two patties, three patties, or four patties. They had a special sauce, cheese, bacon. They were like my favorite thing ever, and they got rid of them for the longest time. But they recently brought back the Stacker King. And so every time I have one of those, I remember the movie Wild Wild West, starring Kenneth Branagh as a weird cyborg Spider-Man. Oh, boy. Bless him. A a memory from my childhood that uh, apparently I'm never going to be able to erase from my mind. As far as Animal Crossing goes, my first encounter with Animal Crossing, uh, like many people I'm sure, was with the most recent iteration, Animal Crossing New Horizons, uh, right at the beginning of a really uh, miserable time in a lot of people's lives. The good old panini. Yeah, I, I think back to the early days of that when most of us were still living in Rexburg and we would all go to Christian and McKenna's apartment and we would just play Animal Crossing together for like hours on end <laughs> and we would drink weird drinks from the candy store like that one that tasted like spaghetti <laughs> and almost made all of us vomit. That was oh, disgusting. Worst, worst day of my life. <laughs> I still think about that in my nightmares. Yeah, Caleb was not there for that, unfortunately. I, You know, I think it might be fortunately... With that drink, <laughs> I would I would count your blessings on that one. It tasted weirdly exactly as it sounds, and I cannot tell you how horrible of a reality that is. Oh, I, I've always just wanted to drink a can of Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think that night everybody threw up in our sink. <laughs> oh no! So long story short, the Burger King Stacker King reminds me of Kenneth Branagh, half robot man. And Animal Crossing reminds me of community and good people that I love. And that's my story. 
McKenna, what you got for us? I'm going to go the path of Animal Crossing, if you will. Um, so I did not know what Animal Crossing was. All I knew that it was like Connor's favorite game in the entire world. And then he had Christian play it. And then Christian was like, oh, that's super cool. And this is when New Horizons came out. And then Christian got it on his Switch. And at this time, I didn't have a Switch. And I was just playing on Christian. So then I played it a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. So then I started hogging Christian's Switch. And he was not happy about it. So he got me a Switch. And so then from there, I just kind of spiraled. Um, <laughs> and now I have lots of games. I'm very excited. Listen, I'm not like super big, like pro gamer bro. But um, I'm very excited for Lego Star Wars to come out mm, at the oh, end yeah. of this year because that is my jam and butter. And I'm really excited. But um, it also led me to playing a lot more video games in general. And one in particular that I'm just going to bring up is um, Stardew Valley. I, this week, 100%ed the entire game. Whoa. Yeah, you did. Wow. I've gotten everything. I've gotten all the walnuts. I've gotten all the, spoiler, I don't know. Um, I've gotten every last thing, all the achievements and 10 hearts with everybody. I've been married and divorced multiple times. I've turned <laughs> my children into doves multiple times. What? And I've also beat Junimo Kart. So that is my number one accomplishment in life, hands down. I don't know if beating Junimo Kart or turning every single one of your children into doves is more difficult, but um, either way, kudos. I don't know. Um, it really depends if you cheat the way I did and then you have <laughs> enough money. <laughs> but right on. Yeah. I mean, it was just to get more money. Don't, don't at me, okay? <laughs> it was worth it because I'm happy. So I would prefer Dove chocolate, but it's okay. <laughs> well, we, we all know how McKenna feels about chocolate on this podcast. True. Yes. My next, can I, can I steal this? <laughs> you may. All right. So both of these things mean uh, a weird amount to me. As McKenna alluded to, Animal Crossing is one of my very, very favorite games. My first ever tattoo was an Animal Crossing tattoo right on my left ankle. Uh, and that was because Animal Crossing is a game that has been with me ever since, I don't know, 2001 when it came out on the GameCube. Uh, I love it a lot. It's always been in some way my happy place. Dealing with insomnia growing up, it was really a safe haven and a place to just find that zen, get to sleep. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is if there was any one character in Animal Crossing that I could have a, a spaghetti western duel with, it would be Peaches, the polka-dotted giraffe, mm. who I hate more than anything else in this world. I cannot <laughs> tell you. In Animal Crossing New Leaf, one day this horrible, ugly giraffe moved into my town named Peaches. And ever since that day in 2014, I have been trying to get Peaches to move out of my town on my 3DS. And Peaches has stayed longer than anybody else, including myself. This monster will not leave my town of Inaba. And I just got to say, I plant pitfalls. I throw things at them. I hit them with a plastic hammer and Peaches is still here. I hate you, Peaches. I'm, I'm done. Dude, when, so one of those days that we were all gathered at Christian McKenna's apartment playing Animal Crossing, I turn to Connor and I'm like, oh, hey, I just got a new villager. Oh, cool. What's your name? Your name is Peaches. And Connor just exploded. <laughs> uh, and he went, he went to our friend Judd and he was like, Judd, Ned's Island is cursed. <laughs> um, it was pretty great. But I also have Clay. Clay is my favorite villager. 
TBH. I really, really like Zucker. I think he's the cutest thing that has ever happened to this entire world. But see, I one of my least favorite is Canberra because she just always looks like she's mad. So I'd hit her with the net. But I don't think that I had the same level of hate that <laughs> you have for Peaches. Um, so I applaud Peaches you. is a barren famine of joy on my land. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is probably a perfect time to pass it over to the one person here who has never played Animal Crossing. <laughs> never in my life. So, Connor, I think you just doubled my entire knowledge of Animal Crossing by giving me <laughs> by giving me another character name. I know that there is like a raccoon guy named Tom Nook, I think it was. Yes, yes. there is. Okay, yeah. that is yeah. the only thing I know about Animal Crossing. Never played it. And yeah, now I know that there's a giraffe named Peaches. Yep. So she's horrible. Yeah. So that's all that's all my Animal Crossing knowledge. Um, Westerns have an interesting uh, history in my family. Um, I've got a cousin, Coleman Anderton. He is super into Westerns. Absolutely loves them. He's uh, we do some film projects sometimes. He's he's made a Western himself, like a little uh, short film. It's pretty good. Will of the West, if you want to go check that one out on YouTube. And I, I keep meaning to watch a lot more Westerns. I honestly haven't seen very many. Um, the biggest one from my childhood is probably Five Goes West. Mm. And I don't, don't know if that quite oh. counts. But so it's, good. I mean, it's got Jimmy Stewart in it, so that makes it a classic Western, right? One of the few sequels better than the original. Agreed. Amen. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. But a fun fact about my family in Westerns is my father-in-law absolutely loves Westerns. That's probably his favorite movie genre ever. And if you want to just, like, completely put my mother-in-law to sleep, just turn on a Western, and she will be asleep <laughs> in seconds, in record time. Awesome. Yeah, that's just a fun fact about their relationship is she can never stay awake through a western and we all just make lots of fun she had a birthday not too long ago and we all made like little videos about her and fun things that she does and it was my favorite part to play of uh my wife turned on a western and me pretending to be my mother-in-law just fell asleep immediately it was great um anyway we love her so much and that is uh animal crossing and westerns nice so we're going to go ahead now and put together our characters and a little bit of this world. So I'm thinking in Animal Crossing fashion, and I guess kind of in Wild West fashion, a small little boom town that's just starting to grow. People are starting to move in there. Uh, theoretically, I think I'm going to call this town Animal Junction. <laughs> You're all here in Animal Junction for some reason or another. Ned, I, I have to know, is that a Zaboomafu reference or did you just come up with Animal Junction? Animal Junction? Oh. Is that is that what they call the place in Zumubufu? It is indeed, and my boys are big fans because I was a big fan of that show. <laughs> I love Zumubufu. There's that dad knowledge coming in handy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, well, well. <laughs> Thank you, because we. Uh, I don't want to run into a, <laughs> a, a lawsuit from Zabuma freaking foo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd be okay if it means I get to meet the Crap Brothers. Hey, they were my too. childhood crush. <laughs> <laughs> what if we call it like Animal Station or something? Mm. Sure. All right. But yeah, let's go ahead and figure out who our characters are going to be. Does anybody have a strong feeling about who they want to play in this campaign? Yes. I am a monkey. 
I'm named Brimpus. <laughs> I showed up to town one day and I started telling people I was the mayor. <laughs> you can call me Mayor Brimpus if you want. Mayor Brimpus. <laughs> nice. Uh, maybe to bring in just a little bit more Animal Crossing flair, uh, what would you say your villager's adjective is? That, that's great. I'm going to go with Sporty. Mm. He's one of those guys who always, who obviously never works out, but always talks about working out and also monkey. Yeah, uh, real quick for those of our listeners who have never played Animal Crossing or for those of our players who have never played Animal Crossing. Thank you. Uh, each villager has an adjective, a, a kind of category that they fall into. So you might have a sporty penguin or you might have a smug lion, mm. that kind of thing. So, yeah, we've got our sporty monkey, Mayor Brimpus. Uh, so what would we say is a nice high concept aspect for Mayor Brimpus? What's he all about? If it can't be solved with a banana, it can't be solved. <laughs> Mayor Brimpus is a simple monkey. I'm already seeing a stunt here. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. I'm wondering, uh, do you have a particular kind of monkey in mind for Mayor Brimpus? Yes, it's it, he's gonna be just like your your average chimp with a nice little tail, you know. Nice. Very simple monkey. Yeah. What's something that gets Mayor Brimpus in trouble? Well, Mayor Brimpus sees some peanuts. Mayor Brimpus gets the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got another character with maybe some uh, food impulse control issues. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and for an additional aspect for Mayor Brimpus, here are the ones that you will get to choose from. Sure, I'll loan you some bullets. Sharpest straw in the light bulb shack. <laughs> Arms for days and legs for years. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with. Sure, I, I'll loan you. I'll loan you some bullets. All right. I love it. Mayor Brimpus is the kind of monkey who has extra bullets lying around. Yeah. That brings us to, uh, so in previous campaigns, we've just been calling this the plus three approach, but after reading back through the Fate Core rulebook, uh, they typically will call your highest skill or approach your peak. So uh, what is your peak approach going to be for Mayor Brimpus? I am going to go with Sneaky. Because Mayor Brimpus just kind of showed up one day and said, well, he, I'm mayor, and then he was. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty sneaky mm -hmm. move. Yeah. I don't want to uh, seed the pot too much. I, I should really look up if that's actually a saying, because I feel like I say it a lot, but I don't know if it's actually a saying. Contextually kind of made sense to me. So You know, he, he's a very sneaky person, and he's a very simple person. Is he really simple? I don't know. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know, I don't know. We'll leave that up to you. Time will tell. Yeah, and do you have a stunt in mind for Mayor Brimpus? It will be, watch this thing I can do with my tail. <laughs> <laughs> because we know that all chimps, chimps who definitely actually do have tails in real life. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> as most chimps do. Uh, their tails are super prehensile, and they can do lots of stuff that people might not normally be able to do. So this stunt can give you the capacity to do something that may be beyond physical limitations normally. It's true. You can break the laws of physics. Just you wait. <laughs> awesome. We got Mayor Brimpus. Now, uh, Caleb or McKenna, you guys have your characters uh, starting to get put together? I think so. But first, what is it you said? You said seed the pot? Yeah. I don't think it is one, but there's go to seed or go to pot. So you just made your own idiom. Guys, you heard it here first. Ned just made up an idiom and you can use that idiom in real life for free. I'm not copywriting it, but it is my idiom, so you should give me credit for it. Tim, 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 Tim. Tim, 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 indeed. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, listen, here's what I got for you today. I'm also going to be a little animal, but I'm going to be a little penguin, or as Benedict Cumbersnatch says, is penguin. 
or something like that. Have you guys seen that video? A, a penguin. A penguin. A penguin. He says a penguin. <laughs> penguin. I think that's one of the funniest things ever. That's an amazing video. It's really good. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, I'm going to be a little penguin, um, and her name is going to be Lana Bale. And she's gonna be one of the uh, very sweet personality adjectives. That is one, right? We can make him up if we want. Okay, so yes, she'll be a sweet character. Um, for the high concept uh, is an apple pie a day keeps not good away because <laughs> she likes to bake apple pies. So instead of the doctor, it's more all-encompassing. But uh, this also gives us some implications of a very industrious penguin, a very kind penguin, uh, a charitable and giving penguin. Yeah, I think I think I want to have her own like the local bakery there, and she just kind of makes a lot of things there. But I think her trouble is, uh, while she is very sweet, she gets sucked into the town gossip really easily. Mm. And she's still sweet about it, but sometimes she's just got to know what's going on. And being the owner of the bakery where everybody is going to gather, mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's the place you go for some... She gets an earful. Do penguins have ears? Maybe. Yes. I'm going to trust Caleb. Yes, penguins have ears. Okay, then <laughs> she gets an earful. I am going to as well. <laughs> So we got our gossipy penguin. For your additional aspect, the ones that you get to choose from are lazy eye, itchy trigger finger, always brings a gun to a knife fight, or you do the crime, you do the crime. <laughs> I'm realizing that all of these are not necessarily the nicest of aspects uh, now that I look at them. <laughs> no, but I want to see how we can make the you do the crime, you do the crime works. Yeah. I really want to see how that can work out. <laughs> yeah, this, this one's going to be a nice challenging aspect. Maybe maybe you've got like some kind of connection to the sheriff of the town or something. Ooh, maybe we're in love. Ooh, are you in secret love or in public love with the sheriff? Find out next time on him. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be secret love because that's how we get all the gossip from all around town. <gasps> we get the gossip in the jails and in the bakery. So we, we got the good and we got the good and the bad. Nice. <laughs> I totally just pictured like a file badly baked into an apple pie, like being delivered to a criminal in jail. <laughs> like a top secret exchange. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like awesome. In, oh my gosh. Like in Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. Yes. Yes. Great movie. Great movie. Um, so then I guess my peak aspect would probably be, I'm going to go with Sneaky. If we got a sneaky relationship and if we got a sneaky gossip circle going, the, the tea train, if you will. All right. And then the last thing that we need for Lila is a stunt or perhaps a piece of equipment or something. Um, her piece of equipment is she's always going to have a little like a little saddlebag on her hip. And inside is going to be some cinnamon sugar um, mixed with, um, I mean, actually, it probably doesn't need to be mixed with anything. Because if I were to throw cinnamon sugar in your eyes, that probably would not feel good. Yeah, that's gritty <laughs> and potentially stinging. I know. So it's just cinnamon sugar. Maybe, maybe every now and then I'll add a different spice to spice it up. Up. All right, so cinnamon sugar for Lila Bell. Cinnamon sugar, hi. <laughs> All right, so that leaves us then with our last character, uh, Caleb. You got anything in mind for your character? I do. So uh, with all this sneaky stuff going on in this town, I feel like we need a sheriff up in these parts. And uh, so I've got an idea for a sheriff 
Pit Stone. Ooh. The uh, Pit Stone both being names for the center of a peach, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> the bane of Connor's existence. Well, I, I think now the, the fruit that grows in this town has to be peaches. Naturally. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, Sheriff Pit Stone, his high concept aspect is he is a lawman for hire. So uh, he has not been in this town for too long, potentially, but um, he has been hired and called in here to investigate some shady business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'll leave the particulars of the shady business to be discovered in the moment, uh, but I like that. What's something that gets our sheriff in trouble? You know, like a lot of these uh, old Western heroes, he can't resist a pretty face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a problem. Can't. Simply can't. Can't. <laughs> All right, and we've definitely got a very, very pretty face on this penguin. I'm a penguin. <laughs> For Sheriff Pitstone's additional aspect, here's what you're going to get to choose from. Okay. You can find water in the darndest places, imaginary turtle friend, or probably will forget your birthday and their blood pressure medicine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've had a lot of forgetful characters. I'm not going to go with something forgetful again, I think. <laughs> I'm going with number one. You can find water in the darndest places. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our sheriff is very resourceful out there in the desert, it seems. That's right. All right. Do we have a peak approach in mind for Sheriff Stone? I'm thinking he's going to be forceful. Mm, Got to lay down the law in this, this crazy town. This is a crazy town, and somebody's got to be the voice of law and order. dun dun And then for a stunt, I'm going to call it Flash the Badge. Yes! He's going to whip out his sheriff's badge, and it is going to literally blind whoever is right in front of him. Dude, I like that. That's amazing. So, these are our three characters we've got. Mayor Brimpus, the sporty monkey. Lalabelle, the nice penguin. And Sheriff Stone, uh, if you could just give yourself an adjective real quick, what do you think it would be? Rugged. Mm. <laughs> Rugged. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real Animal Crossing adjective. It is now. It, no, it is. Yeah. And now I think about it, I'm not sure if I remember what animal you were. I, I didn't say, are we all animals? There are no humans. You don't have to be. You don't have actually. to be. There usually ooh, is one human. Ooh. So these are our characters. So let's go ahead and start uh, getting into the world of Animal Station and see what is to be discovered here and maybe a bit of what this uh, shady business is that Sheriff Stone has been called in for. Well, howdy there, folks. Welcome to Animal Station. My name's Latimer Pyle, the helpful armadillo. You look like you need a little bit of an idea of what's going on in this place. Well, you step off that shiny new train that we just got built up to this place. Let me show you around here what's going on a little bit. This right here, right next to the train station, this is the most important building in all of Animal Station. Right there is Nook's Bank. You can go there to talk to our gracious overlord, Timothy Nook. And he will be able to maybe get you a bit of a loan, but we'll worry about that later. Right over here, we got the bakery. This is probably the place you're going to want to stop after a long, arduous journey across that desert. Let me introduce you to Lila Bell, the, the very, very kind proprietor of this place. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, door opens. 
and Lila in walks Latimer with a couple of visitors. Well, howdy, boys. Welcome into my here bakery. What can I get you for today? Our special this evening. Well, look at that. It's only noon. <laughs> I've been baking all day. Our special <laughs> for today is going to be just a quite delicious, scrumdiddlyumptious peach cobbler. That is the fine fruit of this here uh, station. And do let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Oh, now you take a single bite out of that peach cobbler, you're in for a treat. You'll go straight to the moon and come back here because the moon wasn't nice enough. The moon wasn't as good as this here peach cobbler. Oh, shucks. Now, Lila Bell, we'll come back later, but I got to keep uh, introducing these fine folks around this place. That's all right. You take your time. I'll be here the whole rest of the day, okay, sugar? Oh, thank you. Uh, Lila Bell just is the sweetest little lady, ain't she? I got no idea how a penguin made it up here into the desert, but I don't ask questions. I just help people out. <laughs> now, this over here is the sheriff's office, conveniently right next door to the bakery. It's They're so close that you might even be able to, like, drill a hole in the wall of one and make it into the other clandestine-like, but I doubt that's ever happened before. Now, let's take a look inside. Now, now, don't you worry. I know it's a jailhouse and jail are scary, but Sheriff Pitstone is a very kind gentleman. Ding, 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 door opens up. I've been meaning to remove that there bell. Oh, now, Sheriff Stone, this is a kind old station. We want people to feel like they're welcome here. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm, uh, I'm new here in town, but uh, welcome, y'all. This is the jail. Hopefully this is the first and last time you'll have to look at the inside of it. Yeah, that is a good point. Maybe the jail isn't supposed to be the most welcoming place around here. We'll talk to the mayor about that bell ordinance and see if maybe we can get you an exception. Well, thank you kindly. I appreciate that. Oh, now, Sheriff, I hope you ain't been too stressed out. Those those cattle rustlers are something else, ain't they? I've met a lot of cattle rustlers in my time, but uh, the ones you got here, they're something else. It's almost like they ain't human. Yeah, it's the strangest thing. It's almost like most of us ain't human, but these guys, it's even more strange. I ain't never seen one of them. Nobody ain't ever seen hide nor hair one of those cattle rustlers. You just fall asleep and the next morning, poof, old Betsy's gone. All them beeves done been dragged right up the creek bed. That's right, but uh, don't worry yourselves over much. I'll find them. I'll get them. I always do. Ah, uh, you see that, folks? You're in kind and safe hands as long as Sheriff Pitstone is here wearing that badge his. Now, Sheriff, you have a fine old day, and, oh, I notice you've got some peach cobbler there you enjoy, sir. Oh, uh, yes, of course. I just uh, picked some up a little while ago from uh, next door, like I do. Oh, uh, Lila Bell certainly do have the prettiest face in all of Animal Station, don't she? Well, I'm sure that's of no concern to you. I'll see you later, Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, see you later. Ding, 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 ding. Ah, uh, well, that bell reminds me, we ought to go say hi to the mayor. He lives in the fancy mansion on the edge of town. That little bluff, that little hill, even though this is mostly flat country, somehow there's this one little hill, and the mayor done built his house right on top of it to show his superiority. But he's kind, he won't mind if we knock and just walk on in. That's how things work in all of these uh, Animal Crossing-style places. Knock, knock, knock. Ding, 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 ding. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes? Hello? Who goes into my house? <laughs> oh, now, Mayor Brempis, don't you worry. Now, we just got some visitors wanting to introduce them to the, the high life here in Animal Station. Oh, well, yes, I am definitely the mayor. <laughs> Welcome. 
What do you want, Latimer? <laughs> well, we're, we just wanted to talk about the bell ordinance. We know that we put a bell above every single door in Animal Station to make it feel welcoming, but it suddenly occurred to us, you know, Sheriff Pitstone, he thinks different than we do. That's valuable to have in a sheriff. He suddenly realized maybe we don't want people to feel welcome at the jail. That's a very interesting point, Tutorial Armadillo. Can I see you over here for a moment, just away from these folks you're showing around? Why, certainly. Hey, Latimer. Look, look at me yes, I'm in looking. the eyes. Okay. <laughs> if you ever try to take away my authority in front of new folks again, I will throw a banana at you, and I swear that on my mom's tail. You understand? Oh, yes, I understand. I'm, I apologize, Mayor. I'm right. Sorry for emasculating you in front of our visitors. <laughs> Thank you. So as I was saying, yes, we will add more bells as you have requested. Everybody loves bells. Get out of my house. <laughs> All right. That mayor, what a jokester. Well, that's most of what you need to know about Animal Station, the most, uh, the most friendly of the faces you'll see around here. I mean, everybody's friendly. I'm sure that later on, maybe you'll meet Blathers out at his museum. Or, uh, you know, maybe a carpet salesman will drop by. And if you're lucky, or really, really unlucky, maybe you'll slap eyes on one of them cattle rustlers. We certainly do need to know what's going on, because you know what they say, first it's cattle rustling, next you got bodies hitting the floor. Bullets are very real in this world, unlike most Animal Crossing situations. So, <laughs> you guys just have a nice old time, and I will talk to you later. So, uh, Latimer Pyle goes off into wherever uh, tutorial realm he goes when he's not giving a tutorial. <laughs> and uh, let's pick back up in the bakery with Lila Bell. Uh, you've been very, very busy today, of course, but never too busy for your favorite customer, right? Oh, absolutely not. I saunter in to the front door. Well, howdy there, Sheriff. Howdy there, Miss Bell. Come back for more, sugar. Hey, you got any more of that uh, peach cobbler there? I was saving just one more slice for you, and then that's the last I have of the peach cobbler for today. Why, thank you very much. I can always count on you. You're so reliable. Well, I do what I can. I've been meaning to ask you, though, with, with these uh, cattle rustlers, they've been snatching up all the cattle that I need to make all of my bakery goods. And to be frank with you, I've been running out of milk and butter and everything that I need to make these. Now, we can't have that. No, we absolutely not. We cannot have that. Are you seeming to be any closer to catching these hooligans? Indeed I am. In fact, I've got a stakeout for tonight where I think that I'm going to catch these guys red-handed in the act, finally. Well, how to do to that? I can't believe it. Well, you deserve something extra special for helping me out like that. Here is an extra little slice of sugar bear pie and a little bit of this. And I'll give you a little kiss on your cheek. I blush profusely, grab the pies, and say, well, <clears throat> thank, thank you, Miss Bell, and I run out the door. As you're going out the door, uh, you are actually stopped as the door begins swinging in towards you. Ding, 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 ding. And you hear robotic servos whirring, and you see a single spider-like mechanical leg step in through the door, followed by a few more. And there it is, the strange half-cyborg figure from the waist down, this big mechanical spider, from the waist up, a pink polka-dotted giraffe wearing a wide Boss of the Plains hat atop his head, 
got a big curly handlebar mustache and a large cigar. And he walks in, he says, <laughs> it's, it's fine to see both of you folks here today. I just got back into town. I was out on a bit of an excavation, but don't you worry. Professor Peaches is always here to lighten the mood for his friends. <laughs> Professor Peaches, it's a pleasure to see you back in town. I wasn't expecting you for another week. Oh, well, you know, I'm just too efficient. I found what I was looking for out there in the desert, and I have to report my findings to Dr. Blathers over at the museum. You know how Dr. Blathers is about new discoveries. Indeed. You know, there's two types of people in this world. There's people that find what they're looking for in the desert, and people that don't. Mm. And you know, sometimes there's people who get plumb lost in the desert, but Professor Peaches ain't one of them. Professor Peaches never gets lost and never loses a single detail, Sheriff. I narrow my eyes and walk out the door. Lalabelle, that cobbler smells just absolutely phenomenal. You surely have outdone yourself this time. Well, Professor, I, I, I'm only doing what I know how to do. <laughs> what was it you were uh, excavating out in the desert now? Professor Peaches puts his uh, giraffe-like elbow up onto the glass counter above the pastry case and slides the hoof a little bit closer to your flipper, and he says... Ah, uh, yes, well, you see, the specifics of what I've been doing are a little bit confidential at the moment, and I'm sure that the work that I'm involved in is a little too rough for your tender and delicate feminine sensibilities, my dear. Oh, well, bless your heart, you seem to just know me so well. Say, have you by chance spoken to Blathers lately? Ah, uh, no, I have not yet spoken to the good doctor since I have returned to town. Uh, but I am going to go meet with him right after this. We have a very important meeting ahead of us, myself and Dr. Blathers. Well, if he would be so kind, he had ordered a special gooseberry muffin. Special <laughs> order. Would you be able to deliver that to him? Oh, that is Dr. Blathers now, isn't it? As pretentious as always. Don't you worry, darling. I will get that muffin to Dr. Blathers. Don't you worry. Well, thank you so much. I sure do appreciate you stopping by. Oh, and I always appreciate you letting me stop by and uh, you feel something against your flipper and you notice that this entire time Peaches has been moving his hoof closer and closer uh, until finally he has bumped against your flipper with his hoof. And I'm going to kind of just lightly tap his hoof and say, well, why don't you get on your way then, sugar? Okay. And Professor Peaches tips his boss of the plane hat and you hear that just kind of weird grating mechanical servo noise as those eight spider legs carry him out of the door. Ding, 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 and into the dusty road. Oh, I gotta go let the mayor know that Professor Peaches is back in town. Smash cut to the mayor's mansion up on top of the hill. Knock, knock, knock. Hello? <laughs> oh, Mayor Brempis, I just wanted to let you know that the dread Professor Peaches is back in town. This is the worst day of my life. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean they're back in town? Like in real life? Yes. <laughs> He's on his way to Dr. Blathers as we speak. 
All right. Well, time to jump out the top window. I'll get you get yourself back here, and I'll grab you by the tail as you're jumping out. Oh, I don't want to deal with them. Mayor Brempus, as the mayor of this here animal station, you are obligated to either relinquish your responsibilities to our great overlord, Timothy Nook, or you must do something about this here nonsense. All right, well, I am called Mayor Brimpus, so I will do something. <laughs> uh, I go over to my kitchen table. I got a bag on on my hip, and I just start packing bananas in there one at a time. <laughs> I will make sure that Professor Peaches never comes back to this little town again, no matter how many bananas it takes. Mayor Brimpus, I'm mighty proud of you for being so brave. I'm, I am mayor and I am brave. These are both things that are true about me. <laughs> I say while putting more bananas in my bag. <laughs> well, would you like us to go get the sheriff before we head over to maybe just go see what's going on, perchance, just to make sure everything's okay? I would like that. I say while I go over to my bullet drawer and I'd start just dumping bullets by the, the monkey palm full <laughs> over the bananas. And I'm like, does the sheriff still have that gun? Indeed I do. Whoa. I say as I walk in. Ding, 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 ding. There are like five bells above <laughs> the mayor's door now. Just this cacophony of ding as you walk inside. I love those bells. Sheriff, check it out. I got some extra bullets for you because I think we might need them. Well, thank you. I'll never say no to an extra bullet. You're welcome. But next time, say thank you, Mayor. Let's get out of here. Ding, <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, so you guys start walking across town. And as you're uh, getting into the street, Latimer Pyle, the tutorial armadillo, calls from across the way. Well, how do there? I believe there's a bit of kerfuffle going on at the museum. Something weird must be going on. And then the tutorial armadillo disappears again. <laughs> so Blathers has to survive at all costs, all right? I don't know what Professor Peaches is doing back here, okay? But I think we are all in terrible danger, and I'm saying that from my mayor brain, okay? Absolutely understood, mayor. I trust you fully. Sheriff, if anything funny happens, fire a warning shot right into Professor Peaches' dumb heart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking from absolutely anything that happened to that horrible machine. <laughs> As mayor, you are pardoned from anything. I, uh, not sure you understand the concept of a warning shot. <laughs> but I will have both eyes trained on him, don't you worry. He and I have a history. A history, you say? I, f I feel like there's some exposition there. Yeah, he, uh... <clears throat> He stole my high school girlfriend. He did not. Did too. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, even worse than that, I have a feeling, I ain't proved it yet, but I feel like he may have been involved in the infamous stagecoach banana robbery over in Toucan, five towns over. Oh my. Shipment was coming here, actually. This is uh, one of the only places that gets large shipments of bananas. Huh. I wonder why that is. But <laughs> you think he may have had something to do with the reason why I didn't get my bananas that one time? Like I said, I ain't proved it, but I've got my hunches. Oh, man. We gotta nail down this little cyborg. Gotta nail down this little cyborg. I believe he's a giraffe, mostly. I hate both of them. 
<laughs> you know what I don't hate though? Blathers. I hope Blathers is okay. Come on, gang. Let's go. And at this point, you have reached the door of Blathers Museum, the second most well-built building in all of Animal Station, right after the mayor's mansion. All right, we saunter on in there with uh, with caution ready. Ding, 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 ding. Only three bales. All right, we're running out of funding. Anyway, hey, <laughs> nobody move no matter what. Now, everyone remain calm, but the sheriff is here, and just know that. And as you look around, you see that the place appears to be empty at the moment uh, of patrons, but you look far back into uh, one of the hallways, and there are like little benches scattered throughout the museum so that people can sit and look at the exhibits. And you see uh, Dr. Blathers is laying down on this bench, kind of curled up, and is facing towards the far wall away from you guys. Oh, wow, we gotta make sure Blathers is okay. <gasps> Blathers! Dr. Blathers. I'm gonna run over and touch him and make sure he's okay, kinda like shake him awake. And as you grab Blathers' argyle sweater vest and turn him towards you, you can see that his eyes are bug wide open as if he has seen a bug. <gasps> and his no. beak is also wide open, crammed with a gooseberry muffin. <gasps> And he is unmoving. I, I, I know I know something that could quite possibly help. Give me just a minute. And I'm going to search through um, my other little satchel that I keep on me for some smelling salts that sometimes I bake with in a safe way. <laughs> <laughs> and you wave the smelling salts under Blather's beak. Uh, but the eyes, you watch them getting duller and duller as the life fades away from Blathers. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to approach and, uh, like do the hand on the eyes thing where I close them. I'm going to put a banana over each eye. (laughs) Just a slice. Like a banana (laughs) slice over each eye. Like a coin. Exactly. It's like when you go to the spa and you got the cucumbers. Yeah. Um. Folks, I believe the situation is a bit more serious than we had imagined. We got ourselves a murderer on our hands. I do believe we know it is Peaches. Professor Peaches has decided to forego the little charade that he always comes into town with. We must find him and bring him to justice. For Blathers was my coolest friend. Oh, Lord, (laughs) Sheriff... Well, fine ladies and gentlemen, what happened to Professor Peaches? What happened to Dr. Blathers lying here? Let's find out next week here in the world of Animal Station. Thanks for listening to Improv Tabletop, everybody. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of Animal Station. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be just really happy if you would do that. Like, whenever we see a new review come in, it really lifts our spirits. To know that somebody out there enjoys what we're doing enough to go out of their way to give us a review. So, if you want to lift our spirits and make us a little happy, that's a good way to do it. But we are also on Twitter at Improv Tabletop, as well as on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you would like to suggest either a setting for us to play in or an aspect for one of our characters to use, go ahead and tweet about us using hashtag setting or hashtag aspect or comment on one of our posts on our other social media outlets. 
let's go ahead and do a round of plugs. As always, we've got our lovely sister podcast, iCast Fireball, a D&D 5e podcast that's about dragons and kobolds. It's, the kobold is the most important part of the campaign. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> so go ahead and give that a listen. Uh, but the other thing that I would really like to plug this week is our email address, uh, improvtabletop at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you just want to help us get to know you a little better. Like, you know, every time we release an episode, you know, we go check the statistics on the website and see these numbers coming in. But numbers are kind of impersonal. I think it'd be really cool to get to know our listening audience a little bit better. So if you want to reach out to us, um, just chat a little bit about whatever you want to. We've got all of our social media platforms and also our email address, improvtabletop at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. If you send an email to Improv Tabletop asking for a specific character that I played, I will send you an email back and respond in character. Ooh, that's awesome. I'm not going to do that because I only have a moppy boy as of this moment. But I, I want to talk to Xenomopius, man. I, I want him to be my pen pal. Dude, same. He's busy being a rat. Wait. <laughs> McKenna, which you got to plug. Um, not a sponsorship at all. But if you guys haven't played Animal Crossing, go play it. Mm-hmm. It's so relaxing. It's really just a nice little break in the day. And it is definitely something that got my husband and I through a good old uh, Panera bread occasion um, called COVID. (laughs) So I just wanted to, you know, plug that since that's what this whole thing is about. Caleb, I'll send you my Switch. You can play it. Oh, we we have a Switch. I just don't have Animal Crossing. Yet. Okay. Yet. Yet. (laughs) I think you guys would really, really enjoy it. But yeah, it's just nice, relaxing, and it's sweet, and... Blathers is so sweet. Yeah, disclaimer, Blathers doesn't die in the Animal Crossing game. Um, (laughs) Oh, absolutely not. No, this is not canon for Animal Crossing. (laughs) For the record, Blathers is my favorite character. I just wanted to pull a fast one on my friends who know that Blathers is my favorite character. It was quite a quick one. Color me surprised. That is the exact (laughs) color I would have chosen too. (laughs) Uh, Connor, what you got going on? Uh, Yes, I would just like to piggyback a little bit off of uh, the last plug and say escapism as a whole (laughs) is a really nice little thing to explore. Take a nap, bake a new dish, um, watch some Steven Universe, throw in the headphones for a little longer than you normally do. Just take time for you. Float through the cosmos in whatever way you can. That's my plug. Cha-ching. Nice. And Caleb, what about yourself? I just, uh, actually today, you guys, got the manuscript for book two of the trilogy by Wayne Grant that I am narrating on, That's on so Audible. Cool. Yes. So number one was uh, No King, No Country. It's some pretty great uh, historical fiction. Go check it out if you haven't yet. And yeah, book two is coming up. I just got it today, so I'm really excited. Woo. It's called The Long Rifles. So look at that one uh, in the future when it comes out. Sweet. Christian's been looking for a new one. Yeah, it's That's a good one. That's so awesome, Caleb. Thank you. Well, thanks everybody for joining us here in the world of Animal Station. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... McKenna Steele, sweet as peas. Connor Wood, eater of peas. <gasps> And Caleb Anderton, your hardened lawman. Much love and stuff. We'll catch you next week on Improv Tabletop.